You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. That's great. That's great. Bo Jackson and uh, right before he teed off, not afraid to say it, roll tide and then uh, knocked the ball down the uh, the fairway. So uh, the cloud, the cloud, the crowd was uh, cheering for him, saying thank you. But uh, said Auburn fans loathe that name, roll tide. Uh, did that surprise you? It did me a little bit. He, he's kind of always been that way. A yeah. Little bit. He, he kind of like um, has never, he's always tried to approach that a little bit differently. I don't, I don't know if it's that, um, you know, he was recruited by Coach Bryant because Bryant wanted yeah. to play him on the other side of the football, right? Linebacker, I think it was. And then uh, I guess because he'd been playing both positions and felt like he had some, some good running backs at Alabama at the time. I mean, he ended up where he needed to be at Auburn at a great yeah. time with Lionel James and all the great uh, backs that he, he was there with, um, and, uh, with um, what was the other one? Uh, Fuller, uh, uh, Brent Fullwood and yeah. Allen Evans. Allen I mean, Evans, they, yeah, they yeah. were uh, they were running back rich, but yeah. um, 
think yeah, he did I think come in right, and he had that NIL deal with uh, Yellowwood, right? Uh, back in eighty one, right. eighty two, right? <laughs> so you got. I'm it. kidding, people. Right, they know right. that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the, um, but also too, it kind of took a little bit of pressure off of him, right? That, on that tee box to be able to say that people cheer, Maybe so. you know, you know, go out there and hit hit hit, hit the ball, knowing that there's probably a bunch of Alabama fans hanging around. So one of our good friends caddied for uh, Greg McElroy uh, yesterday, and they were with um, Mike Weir. I think it is, which I yeah. can't believe Mike uh, Weir is a now senior uh, tour guy. But um, he was talking to Mike, and, and as they were approaching, like, different holes or whatever else, people would walk right by a uh, champion. He won the Masters, right? Mike Weir? Or I know he won majors. Uh, he won a PGA. PGA. No, you know what? He may have won. See, whatever, test, testing yeah. the old brain yeah. here. So whatever it is, but still, he, he was he's won. He's been very successful, and people walking right by him, going right to Greg McElroy. <laughs> could yeah. say because, and 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 Mike goes, look, I get it. He goes, this is Alabama's football country. This is just the way it is, and um, so you, you kind of introduced to yeah. that. But um, yeah, I, I've I've I don't like saying the other word. I don't think you do. I don't. You know, for those that don't know. Jay and I have a wonderful history. Back to his days playing yeah. safety and quarterback at Trustful. Uh, but we had a show together about, what, 15 years ago? And I used to I used to goad you because I'd try and get you to say War Eagle. Mm-hmm. And you just matter-of-factly would never do it. You're still that way? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, you are spot on. I'm yeah. the one uh, slow today. Yeah. Mike Weir won the Masters in 2003. Ding for Jay Barker. I had to wear, actually, an Auburn outfit one time. Lost a bet, so Tony and I had to wear Al's uh, 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 over, like an over jacket, like a like just a pullover for golf, wind jacket, and a hat. And I got blasted oh, on social media for that. And I'm like, I, I, I lost a bet, you know. I, the, so the bet was first going to be you had to say it or you had to sing the fight song, and, all, and I was like, no, 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 no. You're not going to do. It. You would rather wear, I'll wear it than say it. Than say it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um. But and, that's one and, I know I, and I know it's dumb. I know a lot of people out there going, I can't believe you're, you know, you're, you're supposed to be this strong Christian, whatever you know, and you can't say whatever else. I just can't. I just can't. I mean, I, I, that's just, I was born that way. I was born into it, grew up that way. Let's go to Mick Gillespie. Mick Gillespie joining us now, and uh, we love getting him on. He'll join us the first hour. Mick, your take on this. Uh, yesterday, Bo Jackson sang Roll Tide right before he uh, teed off, and, um, and and I've had, you know, Maybe maybe it's psychological issues with saying the other words. I don't know. The other words. <laughs> Man, can you say yeah, it? Look, I, can you say War Eagle? Nah, I, I mean, look, I don't care, War Eagle. I mean, but I'm saying it very sarcastic right now. You know, you can tell by the tone yeah, that I'm tell. using that I don't yeah. really mean it. War Eagle. You know, no, I'm just kidding. Look, I, I, I don't care that much. I mean, you know, I, I didn't win a championship as an Alabama quarterback, but I don't like Auburn very much, and I've been pretty vocal about that. Um, you know, and, and I love it when Alabama beats them at everything. Even when I was on the club lacrosse team at Alabama, you know, what, the, one of the best things ever was that they smoked us my first year, and we beat them my second year, and it was just the best. It was the best feeling ever, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there was a, there's really? a magic when the, when those two teams get together. Oh yeah, there's a magic when you get together against them in anything. Uh, and at that basketball, you know, football, baseball, anything. And, and honestly, I love that. And when when I go away to other places and I try to explain to people what it's like, I always talk about our old buddy Ben George. Ben George and I were. Um, we were students, and we went to the Iron Bowl where Alabama, uh, I guess it was Brody Croyle, got sacked 11 times, 
twelve or whatever it was. And some guy yeah, on the road the greatest bumper yeah, sticker yeah, yeah, ever. Yeah. We're, we're walking out. We're walking to the game on Wire Road, and this guy had a megaphone. And he was just following Ben George and, and assaulting him with that, you know, with his so whatever all the words he was saying to Ben. It was just obnoxious. And I was like, "That's that's this game, man. I mean, that's that's why so many people hate going there. But you know, I was there when we beat him for the first time with Sean Alexander. Oh, wow. Back in the day, I, I was there when uh, Derrick Henry ran over him. And uh, nothing better than leaving and, and having won the game down there. And I didn't go this year. You know, obviously, we covered it. But that would have even been better. Because I love it when they don't think they're going to win. And they're like, oh, you know, you guys are going to kill us. And then they make a really great game. And then somehow we win at the end. You know, like the the uh, o, the, the o nine game, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're, they, they kind of think they, they're reaching for it, and it's right there, and then boom, we pull it back. That's, a, that's great. Roll Tide. <laughs> but, I, but I don't say Tennessee either. I, I don't say, like, I, I, uh, I don't say go whatever. See, I feel I like y'all yeah. do about Tennessee. Yeah. Um, especially really? football. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I post a picture every year on Instagram or whatever social media platform of the day. Uh, of uh, smoking a, a nice, good, you know, twelve dollar cigar, and and a glass <laughs> of really good bourbon when when we kick their butt. And by the way, uh, I've been drinking and smoking a lot lately. <laughs> there you go. And I absolutely finger fingernails on a chalkboard when I hear that song. Yeah. See, I won't even say the name of the song. Uh, and and I love Peyton Manning, but the sight of him standing on the ladder. Directing the Tennessee band at Legion Field makes oh man I'm getting I'm getting jacked up. <laughs> oh, Give me Mountain something Dew. to hit. Give me something to hit. Uh, so uh, all, of our, all of our cameras are going. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> I know. I did knocking stuff over in here. But 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 shouldn't that song? I mean that that song is. Oh my god! It's so fast paced. It, it, it should be to a pinball machine. Like yeah. and, and I would tilt a lot. I that we did, yeah. They they beat us every time uh, I was a student at Alabama, and I used to I, I used to. Well, hate then you shouldn't have gone. You're a bad here. luck. Ooh, I I don't know. My whole time, yeah, and then and then I leave and state comes, and you know, we, I was I've been to every single game that Alabama's won in the streak, and I've smoked a cigar after every game. But the difference is, is that Good. like being in Tennessee and East Tennessee, and um and and doing some work over at uh, UT. You know, in a lot of ways, they, they treat me better than, than the people at Alabama. You know, so I'm like, you know what, man? I mean, uh, pretty nice folks here, you know. And so there, I've, I've had a, a, a change of heart. Like, I, I used to be a, a lot like you, and then now I'm kind of like, you know what? I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've definitely cooled on them. Well, 15 in a row will soften you a little bit. <laughs> but you are right. In fact, I, I wonder if, you, if you've enjoyed this. Um when you go to Tennessee now, I to promise cover you this, if one of my kids would have ended up at Auburn, would you say? I, I would have been saying it all day long because they'd have been paying their uh, way. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably, uh, I probably would have been. Yeah, you, I, so I, you I, probably, have a... I almost ended up ended up there. Actually, Coach Dye tried to get me to say it in his office. And he goes, I know you're a huge Alabama <laughs> fan. He goes, I want you to say it. And I was like, can't say it right now. Oh, really? Can't say it right now. Not till and everything. And he continued to recruit you. Oh yeah, he, but we had a yeah. great relationship. Well, I, I love Pat Dye. He's, okay. he's one, one of my favorite. And that's people. the way I am with Auburn. Like oh. I love Auburn people. I have great friends there. It's, it's kind of like uh, hate the sin, but not the center. 
And you know, you taught me that phrase like 20 years ago. Uh, right. Uh, when we were in a much deeper subject uh, about exactly. something totally different. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if, if you've gone up there and covered the game, and I don't know if they still do this, but that the Tennessee Sports Information Department takes visiting media out mm-hmm. the Friday night before the game. Have you ever done that, Mick? They would take you to this well, place called Ye Olde Steakhouse. Oh, I've been to Ye Olde Steakhouse. And it was un- it, It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, real oh, good. Oh, yeah. But, uh, look, look, ben, I gotta but just, for that, just for that two hours, I'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. No, Bud Ford was their media guy back in the day. Great dude. Yeah, great guy. Uh, you know, Randy Boyd, the team president, is an awesome guy. So, I mean, look, it's, it's a people thing, but when you lose to them and people that don't know that are Alabama fans, you'll find out real fast. It's a rival. No the, uh, the bumper sticker about Brody, honk if you've sacked Brody Crow, was hysterical. <laughs> but I've got one better, and I really think Mick might remember it, and you may too, because uh, I bring it up once a year. We'll, we'll talk about that on the other side. Also, some uh, Jared Stidham news as yeah. well, talking some uh, Auburn Tigers. We'll be back on the other side. Stay with us. We're live from ABX here on this Thursday edition. Second. War. 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 Mm. War. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A very warm afternoon. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high today, 89. Tonight, mostly fair with the low at 63. For tomorrow and Saturday, a good supply of sunshine both days with only isolated showers. Highs between 82 and 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 87 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Like uh, Rocky Top Pitball Machine. What do you think? I get a lot of requests for that now. <laughs> you said you would tilt it over. I love it. All right. Uh, we yeah. got also Mick Gillespie with us and uh, Matt Coulter. Lars off today. He is into Miami and back. We think he's doing a drug run. We're not sure. Wow. It's uh, incredible schedule. He left at 6 this morning. And he's going to be at home like 10 o'clock yeah. tonight. I mean, that is a... That is a Miami turnaround. It was, yeah. yeah it said, who you meet with? He said, some of the Escobar. Yeah, like, exactly. that doesn't sound right. But, uh, <laughs> Tony Montana. And you, what did you say? But you're going to send to go get him? Um, uh, from Miami Vice. <laughs> oh, Crockett and Tubbs. Crockett and Tubbs, yeah. Crockett Certain tubs. generations. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, real quick. Man, I, that show was big in the 80s. Oh, excuse uh, I want to go back to that. Go, go back to screen with, uh, uh, Eddie Conyers. Uh, Eddie was with me at Alabama because you even asked the question, was he blowing the whistle? Yeah. When you were there, he was blowing it before I was there. And he got the uh, Frank House, uh, Frank, what is it? Um, it's the Frank, the, 20, House, Frank Pig uh, House. Frank Pig House. like a humanitarian thing. That's right. Know. There it is, right there. there Frank a Pig House Award, uh, 2022. Eddie Conyers, and uh, recipient of that, he's been recognized for 60 years of service. University of Alabama Athletic Department. He'll be honored this Saturday at the uh, 54th. And that was last that week. Last yeah, yeah, but congratulations to him. I, I did. I did not see that. Missed that. Congratulations, Eddie. I don't know if you're listening in, and I know you're on Gary Harris's show every once in a while, but um, wanted to say congratulations to you. And uh, pretty pretty awesome when you get a chance to have a guy that's on the field with you and then on the field with your son. 
And being out there, so we would always talk about that. It's like I can't believe it's been that many years that I'm still here doing it. But he he can you know continue on, and uh, I think it's kept him kept him young. It really yeah. has. Uh, and he, I heard most of the interview that Gary did on the on the show that precedes that precedes us, uh, precedes Jacob. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so mentally alert. I think he started in '58 when Bryant got there. That's crazy. I really yeah. do. Uh, if if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, bumper sticker. Um, and then Jared Stidham information. Uh, Mick, I'm not sure. You, you remember Steve Garvey, Popeye Arms? Oh, of course. Come on. Of course. You remember when he was? Uh, he eventually was with the Padres after his uh, yes. really, really good career with the Dodgers. Okay. There were a lot of attorney suits being flown around involving him. <laughs> Greatest bumper sticker ever in San Diego. Steve Garvey is not my Padre. <laughs> yeah that's good that's i love of, it that's one of my yeah. all-time favorites yeah. anyway. i love it i love it the uh i'm sorry i was actually looking at it but then i, I got it immediately like yeah. when i came back into my add my out of my add right. situation there all uh, right back to uh mick gillespie down in fairhope wait not you're where are you at today you're not in fairhope today are you no i'm in uh, i'm with the baseball team i called a no hitter okay last so, night so i'm pretty good about life right now that is awesome that's great. Yeah. I want details. I and you guys, after Jay well, you guys just, kind of, yeah, Jay, you guys kind of jinxed me on this because you were talking about that on Monday. You know, kind of framing the moment as the, a play-by-play guy. I guess it was really large. And uh, this is only the that's only the third no hitter I've called in my career. So pretty cool. Yeah. What I mean, talk about that for the audience. What's that like for a broadcaster? I don't even remember making the call at the end of the game. I was just so focused on not messing it up and yeah. just the moment. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, so I'm pretty good friends with Wayne Randazzo, who's with the Mets, and, and we've had this thing going on Twitter where I have um, said that, you know, the Mets had a combined no-hitter. That's what the Smokies had last night. And I've been saying that... that uh, Reed Detmer's no-hitter was the first legitimate no-hitter. Partly just because I hate analytics in baseball. Not that I'm taking anything away from the Mets. So when, when the last out happened, I kind of started to trust because I knew that Wayne was going to uh, either text me or contact me, you know, saying, hey, is this legit a no-hitter, which he tweeted at me as soon as the game was over. I hadn't even seen it. I just knew it was coming. <laughs> so, and I had been I'd been on Twitter messaging you know, yesterday, because Detmers threw his, you know, the day before. So it's just funny how life works that way. You know, here we are talking about uh, making a call as one of those, and then, um, you know, we're, I'm on Twitter, and so I had to eat my words a little bit, but it was worth it. It was great. we got to come up for a game one night and uh, take the drive. Cause oh, yeah. What time the games normally start? About 7, 7.30? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'll be back in Birmingham um, twice, and – going to be in uh, Madison, you know, at, at Rocket City a few times if you want to check out the new ballpark. Yeah, I'd love it. Guys, come hang out with me, all you guys. Yeah. Matt, you, Jay, uh, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I would love to see the trash pandas. Is it, is it Toyota Field out there in Madison? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Gorgeous. That's uh, where I'm from. You know, I grew up in Huntsville, so. so in oh, fact, man. if you'll put that camera on, yeah, you Matt. can see I'm sporting it today. Put Matt's camera on. Please. See? <laughs> mm-hmm. There's my Huntsville. 
There's the there I have go. a NASA t shirt on. <laughs> yeah. My dad nice. And it says Huntsville right there below it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's the greatest logo in the history of the world, by the way. Yeah. Oh, he's the Charger. He was, yeah. Back when, they look uh, at me. They look at me in high school and ran. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so NASA came about. What year was that? Uh, early sixties, I guess. 60, when yeah. they, when the focus was in Huntsville, okay. uh, when they started moving all the and why, I mean, why rocket was, scientists. Why was literally. Huntsville the area? Because the arsenal was there. Redstone, oh, Redstone Arsenal was there, there. and then okay. it, and then it grew into uh, George C. Marshall Space Flight Center. Okay. Um, did you ever, did you ever meet Von Braun? He was uh, like in our. Have I ever told you the Von Braun driving story? Yes, about yeah. yeah all the kids he was a ho- Mick. He was a horrible driver, and people knew when he left to go to <laughs> go out to the Space Flight Center, and everybody'd get their kids and the women, and nobody would be traveling between seven twenty and seven thirty. Because he'd just be flying through the neighborhoods. But, no, uh, my dad crazy. did, of course. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, somebody that brilliant that can literally put a man on the moon blows through four-way stop signs. <laughs> They're not in German. <laughs> I guess that's uh, very funny. He thought, he thought stop was good. Say, should say halt. <laughs> and then he should <laughs> <laughs> All right, New England, yeah, exactly. New England Patriots finalizing a trade uh, back of quarterback Jarrett Stedham to the Las Vegas Raiders. According to sources confirmed to ESPN, the Patriots will also send Las Vegas a 20-23 seventh-round draft pick in return for the Raiders' sixth-round selection, according to a source. You guys, well, I kind of stopped there. There's a lot more information about it, but um, we knew he was kind of out there. They, they were looking to try to trade him. Good spot for him? Ah. Uh... I guess Derek Carr Derek's is their there. guy, though, he right? Is, yeah. and, and I like Derek Carr, and, mm-hmm. and I just I don't think that uh, I think their he's been as successful. Good. Well, maybe so. Yeah. Um, I really thought Stidham had a shot to to be a starter um, because he seemed to have more of a and 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 jump in here with me, Mick. He seemed to be more of an NFL quarterback than a college quarterback, based on my memory at Auburn. Yeah. Look, I think it's a good fit for him. Josh McDaniels being with the Raiders. Um, so he reunites him with his old offensive coordinator. You know, I mean, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna push Derek Carr for the starting spot. But you know, who knows? I mean, anything can happen. I'm honestly, I'm I'm like you. I mean, he's been better in the NFL than he was in college to me. You want an update from Greystone real quick? Do it yes. before we go to the break. Uh-huh. Your leader was talking to Donald Trump on the third tree mm. third t-, t during the pro am. Let's get that one out. And the John Daly, Barkley, right? Uh, yeah, John Daly was talking to Trump, walking up to the third tee, and handed the phone to Charles Barkley and said, "Here, talk to Donald." I don't know if that's exactly what they said, but it was something to that effect. There's a story on AL.com. Uh, Steve Stricker, Colin Montgomery are all at three under. Daly is uh, making the turn, but here's the big news, and he played really well there last year. Dickie Pride, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, rented about five thousand of his father's. Apartments when I was in Alabama. <laughs> Did you ever get Pride Realty? Yep, it was yeah, everywhere. Yeah. They were there for it, yeah. uh, but anyway, he is uh he's going to eleven two under. I wish he'd wish to win this tournament. Steve Harvey. Who's to him there? So they're going up on number eighteen yesterday, and this is this one group that we knew about one of our buddies was catting for. So we might name names. So the pro who we just talked about earlier says, Look, Hit it to the back because the back drop because the way they set up the stands. Oh, yeah. Be long because it'll knock it right back down to the green. 
And so one of the players, won't name who it was, I mean, absolutely just skims it. I mean, and it flies. And it hit a lady right in the neck. Like, she oh. was out. So oh. my understanding is she's better. Everything's good. We've been thinking about her, praying for her, praying absolutely. for her family. But everything's good. But um, they were like, we went for it. <laughs> and he told us. Exactly. Uh, the is she in the stands behind it? She was it? in the stands behind it, yeah. Oh. Just a few feet below it had been a perfect shot. I, uh, tickets for life to their traditions. Right. <laughs> no doubt. I hope she's doing better. All right. Uh, we'll take a break, come back, and uh, more updates on that. Also, Mick Gillespie with us live today as well. Lars back with us tomorrow. And uh, coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, we'll meet with uh, or talk to Matt Scalisi. He is one of the founders of the Golf Channel, which got all this really started. Him and Arnold, right? Palmer. Yep. Were the ones that started hand in hand, and uh, all that happening uh, right there. And then he's been back in Birmingham for a while, but we've known this at for a long, long time. I know you have as far as college. Yeah, look forward to visiting with him and uh, others coming up on the other side of uh, next hour, hour number two. Stay with us; more to come. ABX right here. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC. Letter O. I think we came across a good idea. The uh, Rocky Top pinball machine. I keep getting texts about oh, this. Really? Oh, yeah. They want one where there's one tooth that you can hit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play? Did you ever, were you a pinball guy? Because mo- yeah, most, of, you, most yeah. of your era... Did video? No, 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 no. You, you played pinball. Pinball. I love pinball. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Um, oh, and uh, bowling. The, yeah, bowling. The, oh, the, I love it? that. Shuffleboard, not shuffleboard. Uh, um, ho- uh, what is oh it? Air hockey? No, air hockey. Yes, pool. Uh, okay, I, I still hadn't gotten yeah, the one you're thinking the, about. The one that goes up. You know, it goes. Up. Oh my gosh, you score 30, 50 points, whatever. Come on, help us. Oh, make. ski ball. Ski ball. I love Golly, ski. ski ball. Yeah. Oh, ski ball. Nothing like pinball Ski ball. But pinball machines are man. No. I wish I had one in my house. I'd probably never leave. Yeah. Um, you a pinball guy, Mitt? I like pinball. I mean, when I was a kid, it cost a quarter, and I didn't have much money, so I didn't play a lot of pinball. But if I went to someone's house and they had it, <laughs> I would play. Uh, well, the key is to win games. You must have been like in Richie Rich's neighborhood at that time if he had a pinball machine. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, you, know, right. you remember the little plastic ones that would no, sit on yeah. the table? They were worthless. They were bad. Pretty yeah. bad. They were bad, no doubt. All right, um, Mick, uh, it's, real quick, give everybody kind of your schedule throughout the week on Bama Insider, the shows that you do. I mean, you're, you're covering the baseball stuff and all that. And then kind of give us an update on kind of Alabama baseball and softball, kind of where you see things right now for the Crimson Tide. Yeah, well, I mean, right now we're kind of a – it's a slow time of year on the on the Bama Insider channel. So I don't do a whole lot. We, we don't do the Monday night quarterback until August again. So – that kind of takes me out of the rotation during baseball season, but we still do have Andrew Bones covering recruiting, anything on Arch Manning. He's going to do that. That'll be Tuesday at 6 o'clock. Kyle Henderson, who's the managing editor and does a fantastic job. Trey Anity, 
they're throwing up content all the time, you know, kind of getting us really paying attention to the transfer portal and everything going on there. And then, um, you know, getting us ready for spring practice, which is interesting. And it's, it's crazy how college football has become like, you know, 12 months out of the year now with the portal and everything else. But, um, look, softball, I, I'm a little disappointed, as good as the softball team is, that they weren't able to overtake Arkansas, but they still came in second in the regular season. Um, they're going into the tournament. They'll play the winner of uh, Missouri and Arkansas, which probably happened already, to be honest with you. But, uh, look, that I think that, that this is what the team's been waiting on. You know, I think Montana Fout has kind of just been zeroed in on this. I, I got a feeling that this team's going to roll from here on out. They 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 left a lot on the table last year at the College World Series. I, I got a feeling that they're going to be back, and um, you know, and that that, that I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they win it. I really wouldn't. I think they got the most dominant pitcher in the game. They score runs. They're good defensively. So hopefully that that'll keep going. And then baseball, they're stuffing a little bit. You know, after the win against Tennessee, the wins have been far and few between. You know, they. Uh, they, they, they didn't look too good against, uh, LSU. They did win one of the games, but th- at this point, you know, the SEC is just so consistently good from top to bottom. And they're on the bubble to make the SEC tournament. So they've got to win some games. We're down to the last two weeks of the season. And, you know, they're, you know, second to last in the division. And there's really a log jam. And it's not like they're that far out of, you know, moving up, but, um, it, it comes down to being healthy, I think, you know, and the, and the pitching's been pretty consistent for them, but they, they're going to have to win some games here. Hey, uh, help me help uh, others that are listening and, and watching. What is the format for the tournament? I, I think it's been pretty consistent, but to be honest with you, Mick, I guess I just forget. The, the last two teams don't make it, right? Yeah, the last two teams don't make it. So you, you got to be a, you got to you, you don't want to be one of the last two teams, and, and the problem and, and I'm I'm going to look up the standings as I'm talking to you. The problem is is that everyone's still kind of in the mix right now. I mean Tennessee's running away with things. Uh, they've already clinched the East, and then Arkansas is the only team that could possibly upend uh, 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 Tennessee for the SEC with six games to go. That's a three game difference. But you look at the bottom. Mississippi State right now is 9-15. and 15. They're in last place in the West. They won the national championship last year. That just shows you how different this season's been. Uh, but Alabama, 10-14, and 14, tied with Ole Miss. Uh, Missouri's really the only team that I would say doesn't have a chance at 7-17. Uh, and 17. And then Kentucky beat Tennessee last week, 2 out of 3. So they're 9-15, and 15, so they're hanging in there. You know, you've got South Carolina – at nine and fourteen, Florida and is uh, eleven and thirteen. So you got like a bi- a big group at the bottom to try to figure out who's going to be the last team out. Um, Mississippi State finishes the season against Tennessee, and uh, if Tennessee needs to win those games to win the SEC, I don't. I, I think that Mississippi State's going to run into a buzzsaw there. But you know, look, T- Kentucky beat them last week, two out of three to Vols. So. There's no guarantees in this. Uh, but for Alabama, they've just got to figure out how to win some games here because, you know, they, they could easily be the team that's left out, and, and that would be a shame. Yeah, what is the right fielder, right, for, <clears throat> for Tennessee? This is so good. 
He always puts the chain in his mouth, like make, makes incredible catches. He's the one that's always getting in fights with everybody. Like he's oh, the he's one that's Jordan kind of Beck, alpha look. dog. Uh, jo- yeah, Jordan yeah, yeah, Beck is going to yeah. be a first round pick. Jordan Beck is. He's that Jordan, good. I, I saw Jordan Beck. Oh look, he. I, I'm trying to figure. Remember who he's playing. Um, it wasn't the Kentucky series, but it was the series before that, and uh, maybe Auburn. And he he they were just Auburn. throwing yeah. them all off speed pitches, and then. Mm-hmm. And, and then he goes up there and, and Auburn's ahead and he clubs a curveball out of the stadium. And I'm like, man, this guy's just the adjustments that he's able to make. Mm-hmm. Tony Vitello, the head coach at, at Tennessee, you talk about a stadium that is probably the worst in the league, right? To go in there and get that kind of talent and turn them into, from the time Rod Delmonico left uh, Tennessee until he got there, they were one of the teams that couldn't make the tournament. And then last year, you know, obviously they, they won the East. They got to the College World Series. They put out uh, Paul Maneri and retired him in LSU, and then they go on to the College World Series. And then this year they've kind of, yeah, I mean, like it's, it's been so entertaining watching these guys. The, you know, the, the, the pimp code and the, the chains and all that stuff. But they play the game. When, when the games happen, they're really fun to watch. And when they lose, you got to play a, a – a, really good game to beat them so yeah i think he's one of the most exciting players in the sec this year all right a question we've had for years should they go to wooden bats instead of having aluminum bats in college i know the expense of it all that i think we're past that with the amount of money that a lot of these athletic departments have not the smaller colleges but the power fives would you rather see them using wooden bats or do you like the power of the metal bat funny story is that tennessee had won 23 straight games right they had won 23 straight. They played a midweek game against Tennessee Tech, wooden bat, right? 23, if they win 24, it's the longest winning streak. It ties the longest winning streak in SEC history. They come here this year, they play with wooden bats, and they lose to Tennessee Tech 2-1. to one. It's a different game with oh, a wooden bat. Oh, my. Isn't that crazy? I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. How about Ben Joyce? I mean, this guy's throwing heat. At 104, have you had a chance to see him much? Yeah, you know, Ben Joyce gave up the two-run homer in that Woodbat game. <laughs> he, was yeah, like 104. he gave up a two-run homer. I mean, like, that, that's the only way that any of those guys would have been able to hit it out, you know, because this guy's throwing so hard. He, he was clocked at what they're saying was 105.5, right? That's harder than anyone mm-hmm. yeah. the baseball yeah. in the baseball in the major leagues this year. Um, yeah, I mean, look. He, he obviously he's a he's a fireballer. I mean, and he's a guy that someone's going to take really early in the draft because, I mean, that's that's like Nolan Ryan type stuff. There's a big debate going on though. I had Jared Kingery, who was Alabama's closer in '97, and one of my best friends. He, he came when we were in Birmingham last week and did the games with me. He pitched for the Smokies as well, you know. So he not only was he great for Alabama, taking them to the World Series, um, you know, their best team ever. But he was also great as a pro. And we were debating whether the guns now are just different than they used to be. Because you can't tell me that all these guys are throwing harder than Nolan Ryan. And I, I get it. That yeah, they're pitching up. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Yes, right. They're catching right, up faster. Right, right. So it could be. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. right. Maybe. Right. So that's And Jody Davis, who is a Cubs catcher, I work with him sometimes on Marquee Network games um, when, I'm, when I'm doing, like, Cubs stuff. He was with the Cubs in '84. You know, played for the uh, the Braves. He's from from Georgia, big Georgia fan, by mm-hmm. the way. 
He said the same thing. Big, you know, big outdoorsman. He, was, mm-hmm. he is. Yeah, his, his best friend was Dale Earnhardt. So you talk about right. you guys ought to get him on the show. I mean, great Dale Earnhardt yeah. story. But um, help us out. Yeah, help a guy yeah. out. Hey, look. Hey, he 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 knew. Dale I want him Jr. or Bill Dance. When, when Dale Junior was like, <laughs> like five. It. You know, which is pretty cool. But he said the yeah. same thing. He said, "I think the guns are different now too." You know, he thinks that's part of it. And look, the guy yeah. caught in the big league. You know, ten or fifteen years. So. I don't know. Yeah, they I mean, see but, it. but Ben Joyce throwing one hundred five point five. I mean, that that to me is amazing. Mm. I still love the Maddox, though. I love I love the ability to put the ball oh. where, and, and, and the hitters just all messed up. And it's confused. a masterpiece. I, I think I was clocked at one hundred two at one point in my life, and it was really? coach pitch. And I, my kids were eight years old, and I was about twenty feet away. Okay, good, <laughs> good. <laughs> And I thought, why not? Blowing all those kids away. Why not? Just Ryan? fire it in. I pitched a no hitter that night. <laughs> I bet you. I bet the kids were staying in the dugout. The parents were wild, mad. Man. Did you hit the mascot yeah, like for, Bull Durham, right. yeah. Nuke Larouche yeah. did? The parents were mad, but I was happy. <laughs> you, you, the crazy thing hey. is, you're pitching the Braxton and his friends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you brush it, you're brushing them back the whole deal. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I don't care. I want a no-hitter. <laughs> don't dig in on your dad. That's right, yeah. No, yeah. Uh-oh. They tried. I, I never went back out. to bat, so they couldn't hit me. So, yeah. Hey. Uh, All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up with Mick Gillespie and uh, a lot more coming up on the other side live from AVX. There it is, like that. <laughs> You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A very warm afternoon. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high today, 89. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 63. Tomorrow and Saturday, a good supply of sunshine both days with only isolated showers. Highs between 82 and 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 87 degrees in Tuscaloosa. As we continue hour number one, and we've been talking a lot of different topics this uh, this afternoon. Bo Jackson saying "Roll Tide" before he teed off at the uh, Regions. Also, uh, Stidham now, Jared Stidham headed to the Raiders. A trade for uh, uh, what a seventh round pick, I think it was after he was a sixth round pick. But um, Nick Saban out at the golf course yesterday for the Celebrity Golf Tournament. Some great pics of him talking to folks. All that. I know people love having him out there and. Even after the hip surgery, all that he, he never he's always attended it. Made sure to be a part of that big part of um, just the Birmingham tradition of this golf tournament. But Mick, I wanted to ask you, um, Coach Saban um, being out there. I mean, there was a story that hit. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you really commented much yesterday about it. Afterwards, Satterfield had made some comments about his recruiting practices, all that kind of stuff. But just, I guess, from your standpoint, how? important it is for these coaches and especially for Nick Saban to be a part of this, which raises so much money for Children's Hospital and so many great charities all throughout the uh, state of Alabama. 
Yeah, look, it's a, it's a big deal. And every year we talk about uh, this particular golf tournament and, and all of the good that it brings. Um, and that's cool. I mean, like, you, you know, with Bo Jackson, who I still think is the greatest athlete of my lifetime. I saw Bo Jackson play baseball at Memorial Stadium, and uh, he was trying to call time, and they pitched it anyway, and he hit a home run. I, I think it was off of Jeff Ballard, you know, back in the 80s. But And then he ran up the wall after he made a catch. Like, he just did amazing stuff, you know. Um, uh, you know, of course, he was he was awesome on Techno Bowl uh, before <laughs> his injury. No, he's he's great, and I thought that was funny. But you know, they were asking Nick Saban about the <laughs> you know about the transfer, and um, you know he he kind of got some heat from the Louisville coach until until the NCAA or somebody makes the rules up. What are you going to do? You know, I mean, like, there's right. not, what, what what are you going to do? I mean, like, there's. We watch Texas A&M spend, you know, millions of dollars on a team, and um, and now all of a sudden, well, well it's, that's against the rules. Well, I, I don't even know. Like, what are the rules? You know what I mean? For somebody that covers this every day, I, I'm still trying to figure out what you can and can't do, you know? And, and is, this, is mm-hmm. this sport turning into uh, another level? I can't even say it's minor league football because minor league – Sports don't have the kind of money that uh, is, is being thrown at these guys. It's like another level of professional sport, uh, and um, they've got to figure out. There's got to be some kind of uh, of window that you have on the on the transfers and and some rules. You know, something I, I don't know. But um, Nick Saban said, "Hey, we we try to do things the right way, you know, and all that." And I believe him. You know, and if, and if you're at Louisville. And you know you're you're you know you're getting beat every week, or you can come to Alabama and play for Bryce Young and win a championship. And you saw what Jamison Williams did. I mean, I, I, it's a business decision whether they like it or not to transfer uh, to Alabama. And look, the, the, it's it's fortunate for Alabama right now while they're on top of the mountain, but they're not going to stay on top of the mountain as much as we want forever. And then you know when that when that time happens, somebody else will be up there. And they'll be getting all the players, and Alabama could be losing players to this. So w- what my hope is that um, that the NCAA and and maybe the you know maybe politicians, maybe the schools, I don't know, they come up with some kind of policy that that makes it a little bit harder to just get up and walk away from your program. But I, I truly believe, I mean, just being around Nick Saban and covering Alabama, and when Alabama used to do things the wrong way, people didn't like it. But I said it. I think that Alabama does things the right way. I really do believe that. And Nick Saban says that you know they didn't go out and recruit this guy away from Louisville. I believe it. Yeah, Nate Oates uh, had this to say about his roster currently. This was yesterday at the uh, Regents Classic. A couple of guys we've gone after got a little scared with our current roster, so we need somebody that's willing to fight for minutes. We've got a pretty good roster right now, but with uh, Quinterly being hurt, not available to start the year, that's 10 healthy scholarship players to start the year and if we don't have any more injuries so we need to add at least one you don't have to have 13 guys but we'd like to add at least one if not both of those open scholarships but i thought that was pretty interesting that he said that comment about uh, guys not wanting to come in and compete you know what guys i think mike bray notre dame basketball coach kind of summed all this up for for many of us because like like Mick was saying, I, there are no rules. I don't know what the rules are. There are no boundaries. They never put any guardrails. You know what Bray up. said? Yeah. Shut up and adjust. <laughs> right. I mean, he really just yeah. said, "Okay, yeah. deal with it." Yeah. And yeah. and you know, 
I, I kind of listened and, to that on my from own the very beginning, Nick said and Nick said that too. But but also said the rich are going to get richer. And he said you better watch. He didn't say this, but he, what he was saying is you better watch us adjust. That's right. Well, and, we're going to do it better than anybody. Right. Better than anybody. The richer get richer, we'll adjust yeah. better. All right, Mick, your last your last thoughts on that. Look, I, I'm I'm I was eyeing the roster uh, that the basketball team has with Nate Oates, and I'm definitely curious to see where what they end up doing. I mean, they've got some five star guys coming in. Uh, they got the transfer from Ohio. Hey, let's see how it goes. But they, I, I would feel comfortable if they got a couple more guys. Anyway, Keon Ellis, JD Shackleford, or uh, Jaden Shackleford, or even JD Davis come back. Davis, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know, and I don't know if they're. We we they, we lost a lot of guys in Tuscaloosa, and I don't know how many of those guys. <laughs> we were. just. We just got a thirty. We just got a thirty, a 30 second, second cue with Joe Gaither, and he said no okay, chance I'm out at of all. Here, guys. No chance. <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I just, one more, Mick. Game. Thank you, my man. That's hey, right. Guys, all right, Mick. Who's time. this? Have a great Jody one, Jolie Davis. <laughs> Have a good one. We'll be back. Hour two coming up next. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces of all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa and they came over. And, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
888-5269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan.letterC.letterO. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner, and you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa, Tide 100.9, and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. Get out to Top Golf, the bowling of this generation. We absolutely love it. Coworkers, friends, and family. They got bachelor parties, bachelor parties, birthday parties, anniversaries. They do a lot of charity events as well. You'll love Top Golf of Birmingham. Also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. Great picture of uh, Coach Saban, Nate Oates there uh, at the uh, golf tournament uh, yesterday. I know a lot of you had a chance to see that with us. It's been on the different Alabama sites or uh, AL.com. But um, Nate Oates, um, you know, getting out there, playing some golf and having some fun and getting a chance to be a part of uh, a tradition that's uh, like none other in Alabama. It is. Uh, I love this tournament. It's, great, it's hard yeah. to believe. What is it? Is this like this 25th year or I've something like that? I've been a part like of it since the very beginning. Me too. I, I remember. I, we may have been talking about this yesterday. You remember the first one, hmm? which was at Greystone, Trailer. really, really new yeah. golf course. Yeah. Um, I don't even think they had a clubhouse. They did not. And the media, the tent was in a, the media was in a big tent. Yeah. But the, one thing I was in, because Bruno, it started with Bruno's. Yeah. One thing that that tournament's always had, it's always fed the media. Because we had all the Bruno's mm-hmm. food yep. and the fruits and the vegetables. They have always treated the media great. Yep. And uh, that comes from Hallman. Yeah. I mean, that's just the, the way I'm he so is. Glad they, and it I mean, works. And it went to Ross Bridge because it's kind of that, it's about developments. They want to develop Ross Bridge. They did the same thing in Greystone. And then they went to Shoal Creek for a period of time. And then finally said, we got to get back home. And because it's just different. At Gray- Even as a celebrity player going out there playing, number one, you see a lot of friends and family. I had family at, at like different holes. They had houses out there. So yeah. I'd go hang out with them for like two minutes, whatever. And they're trying to hand me stuff. And here's the hot dog. <laughs> here's the this, whatever yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, friends, you know, all, all that. And I, I love that. And, and the community loved it. And it really embraced the Bruno um, event at that time, now Regions. But Ronnie Bruno was um, his family bringing Gene Holman, all the, the mastermind. We're going to have Gene Holman on tomorrow to talk about it and kind of update everybody on what's happening throughout the weekend. But this is a big tournament now. This is like the Masters of the It's uh, considered a major. For it the, is, yeah. yeah. For the Champions Tour, mm-hmm. uh, which, which is really, really cool. Uh, Jay, I can't remember. It was one of the golfers and probably one that won um, that said he had played both, you know, all, all, all of them, I think, all the courses. And he said, you know, Shoal Creek is Shoal Creek. Mm-hmm. And we understood why they were doing it at Ross Bridge. And it's, and it's a good course. Mm-hmm. But he said that that particular course, the way it's set up and built, it's like a theater on every hole. Mm-hmm. It is so gallery, oops, excuse me, Masters, patron-friendly. That, that, and then that's another reason the golfers love it, because mm-hmm. Alabama embraces this. They don't get attendance like this in the other stops that they make. They don't. And, and, and the golfers have always told me, the guys I play with, I'm like, what's different about this tournament than any other? They said, number one, the hotels they put us in, the cars we drive, yeah. the treatments that we like from everything, whatever they need. They're catered to like no other tournament. 
And and some of them even said better than most like may, like major yeah. tournaments they played you know, on the PGA on the, yeah. yeah instead of the senior tour. So they they've done a really good job. And then it's Birmingham hospitality. I, I loved when they came out with Hushaw instead yes, of Quiet great, Please. Great. That was great signs there early on that they've kept for years. And all the volunteers that come out every year, you know, the, the people that are shuttling people in and out, um, community-wide, um, you know, all, all the different tents that are out there, the, the sponsors that have always been a part of this. And it's big for our community. And, it, and, and, and to be honest, a lot of people go out there, yes, you want to watch the golf. It's a social event. It's a it get-together. It's, it's one of those kind of like uh, business, family-type reunion-type deals. Uh, the celebrity tournament may be probably as much fun or more fun than any of them because they want to see the coaches, the players, and they want to see how they perform in, in playing a game that they play. And do they mess up? Are they great at all this? And the pressure on the players, and, and the, the, the but the fans want the autographs. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I finally realized about three years in, I'm like, they really don't care how I play. They just want a picture. They just want an yeah, autograph. Sure. They, just want, and, to, and you they want to say hello. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. Uh, a couple other observations about it, and, and one is that uh, it's not just how they treat the players. It's not just the cars they get. Uh, and we'll ask Gene about this tomorrow. It's what they do for their wives and significant others. Mm-hmm. Spa treatments, yep. nails, whatever. They, and you know what? Mm-hmm. They're coming back next year with right. their husbands or not. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, another thing that it I... It a lot. And yeah. it, it does. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's what Birmingham should do. Put on our hospital, put on our hush y'all faces. Right. The other thing, and I like this when I when I actually did play it a little bit. I love the back nine. Mm-hmm. It's a three three three, mm-hmm. meaning it's a par. There are three par fours. Mm-hmm. There are three par threes, and the fives. You know, you can turn your game around yep. on on Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and the, the shot you were talking about on eighteen. Um, do you go for it? I mean, 18's and, tough. I mean, 18, and that 18 water kicks sneaking around, it crosses the fairway, then it comes back. back on that left side. Oh. Which reminds me of one of the greatest pictures. Do you remember Brett Shelton? He was like the first tournament director. Mm-hmm. Hallman brought him in. He ended up working for Talladega. He went to Michigan as the uh, the president of the Michigan Speedway. Mm-hmm. But I think it was the first tournament. He, he, grow, he drove his uh, tournament uh, golf cart into the... Into the water on 18. You remember that? I don't remember show, that. It was, it was a picture of him being pulled out of the water in his golf carts, like right, halfway yeah. in the water yeah. hazard. Oh I don't my know why. god! I just, I just suddenly thought about. So one year playing with Jerry Pate, um, and this is just a few years back. Get to the uh, tee box, and I'm like, I'm just going to rip it. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to try to, you know, just Billy Madison, whatever, whatever. What is yeah. it? What is okay. Happy uh, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I'm a happy yeah, Gilmore. Right. This. So I rare back hit it. I mean, it's, and it's going, I thought, man, I've hit it good. And all of a sudden it's like leaking right. And it hits the side of the hill and almost the tents up there, but it comes back down just a little bit enough. And so I get back up there and Jerry's like, look, go for it. Just take your three wood. Let's go for it. So I hit it in the sand right beside on the right side. Good. Get the, well, it, I, I'm not a great sand player. So I get in the sand and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going, he goes, where are you aiming? I go, aiming right at it. He goes, no, no, aim this way. And he, like, he showed me. Gave me the perfect lesson within like seconds. Like he wasn't that type of person. It's like I got to show you everything. Tell you three steps. Yep. Do it, and he got it up to about three feet from the hole. Putted it in for I think par. I think it may have been birdie, but par. But Sounds it was like a birdie. Maybe a birdie, but it was unbelievable. Now that was the best I'd ever played that hole. Normally, I was in the drink. I yeah. was normally in the water. At some 
whether my drive on the second shot trying to go for it would always end up uh, pulling it to the left or drawing it to the left and going off the green and into the stuff. But all the golfers say that their, their strategy is hit it deep to the middle, let it play off of the uh, – Off the backboard. Off the, backboard. Yeah, the, off the yeah, region yeah. signs. The region signs, that's right, yep, yep. Well, um, yeah. th- there are so many good things about that golf tournament. and uh, mm-hmm. It's go- ongoing right now, and uh, Joe Duran is taking a lead. He is minus four through seven. John Daly, golly, is he popular mm-hmm. with the pants and all? I remember last year, year before, my son and I went out there and just sat at 18 when he came up with, I don't know, some loud, you know, the pants he yeah. wears. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he is a big draw. Certainly was during the pro-am yesterday while he's talking to Donald Trump on the third tee. I thought that was cool. Um, but he is three under through 12. I'm trying to find out what happened to our man, Dickie Pride, because he was once atop the leaderboard at minus two. Uh-oh. Josh is showing my shot again. <laughs> oh, the one on 18. This is great. This is on nine. The, yeah, it's one Number on nine. nine. Yeah. yeah. Gary Player's um, like, what are you doing? Like I'm gonna try to like I'm gonna pitch it up this there. Is great if you're if you're listening on radio, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, but if you're uh, watching it on our Facebook Live or Bam Insider Live, YouTube channel, you need to do play by play of your own holing out the <laughs> shot. That's where that's your drive. That was my God uh, pounded it. I mean, I, if I that's your was. drive, you absolutely yeah. ripped it. I must say, it was. look at that young Jay Barker. Yep. How long ago was this? This is like ninety seven. Maybe ninety six, ninety seven. This right, good grief! You so, weren't you weren't even thirty. Yet. So yeah, so Jimmy Ryder, who was the guy beside me, just pointing with the the uh, stick. I mean, he's like, he's been trying to hand me this club forever, and I'm like, no, I just want to pitch it up there. But now here's Gary Player saying, uh, just put it right between my legs, and it goes up, and, and then watch it, what it goes does. right between goes, his legs, <laughs> and it goes right into the hole, and I'm like, hole, and he falls down. <laughs> uh, Somebody Classic else. stuff. Yeah. That was awesome. By the way, yeah. Pride is still at two under, so I, I didn't oh, want to give anybody the wrong way. He is uh, yeah. two under uh, <laughs> playing 13. There, You fell down, hey, too. But Jimmy Ryder right there, the guy in the, in the black and the, the, or the khaki pants, yeah. white towel, great golfer. He looks just like Freddie Couples when he, when he swings. And every time I'm on the golf court, everybody's like, are you playing with Freddie Couples? I'm like, no, it's Jimmy Ryder. He, oh, I see. Now he's got he, the visor yes, and everything. He got me back. From my knee injury, got me back from shoulder. And he was my guy at Alabama trainer that, like, one of my best friends in life got me back to where I needed to be in order to have uh, success in the field. So that those guys, I mean, you just never hear much about them. But, man, what a great guy. Gary Player gave me a high five there. Look how small he is. <laughs> he is not very large. But his abs oh, he's are, fit. Um, I mean, he's so fit. You know, he was one of the guys that, you know, back in the in the 60s, and I, I know that uh, Jack Nicholas hates this, but they were smoking cigarettes on the course. Mm-hmm. And, and it was not uncommon for them to go to the 19th hole and stay there for a while. Fitness was not a priority. Yeah. Player was that way. Yeah. He had always, always been, been fit. And, and I, it seems like I remember that later Trevino adopted that as well. And that helped him uh, continue uh, see, he won but the that PGA was in '84. You had quarterbacks smoking yeah. in, the, in the locker room drinking beer at halftime. You had, a, I mean, yeah, the, the pitch. I love the pitch. I forget the quarterback. The, I think the it's Lynn Dawson. It is Lynn Dawson. That's it, Lynn Dawson. And he's just yeah, or with Coach, a fresca or Coach, or Coach Bryant he's drinking a fresca pre-game, oh. like up against the the, the goalpost, smoking a cigarette, no filter, and oh. um, yeah, I remember and, going in his office. I actually smoked one with him. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you got the opportunity, I said, he won. Got to do it. At Chesterfield, yeah. no filter. Yeah. But I mean, you had a chance to do it. You were going to do it, man. That office, of course, the couch was there. Yeah. I sat on it, but it it really reeked. Yeah. Didn't I it? Mean, it smelled <laughs> like tobacco row. I would have loved uh, to play for him. I th- look, there's I, golly, our producers yeah. are awesome. I would I would love to play for him. Number one, that was my dream, but I got the second best thing in Gene Stallings. I really yeah, did. he's the closest yeah. thing to Brian. I mean, yeah. winning certainly. Uh, it that's that's all about what Nick Saban's doing right now. But I mean, from the delivery to the way he mm-hmm. talked to yeah. way he all shucked everything, and yeah. uh, and then also, I mean, Brian opened it up with a wishbone, and he threw a lot in the sixties. But he was all about adapted. defense. He was all about defense. He adapted big time. Yep. All right, talk about our next guest coming up. Oh, uh, coming up. Speaking of good friends in golf, Matt Scalise Sr., and I'll explain the junior because his son's doing very well in our field. Mm-hmm. But uh, he and I went to Alabama together. We were fraternity brothers. But he founded the Golf Channel with, guess who, Arnie. Yeah. And, and the other the investor from Birmingham. I'm going to rem- is it Webb? I think I don't know. I'll ask Maddie about it. Anyway, he's going to be our our guest after this break. And uh, listen up, uh, we will not talk about frat parties. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, Maddie, we will. Maddie, now, now Maddie, we will. Not not going to do we that. Will. Not going there. <laughs> anyway, all right, we'll be back live from AVX, presented by Top Golf of Birmingham, and also driven by Sunny King Ford, Sunnyside Street, Oxford Anderson, Matt Colter, Jay Barker, Lars, back with us tomorrow, and um, we'll be back. Hour number two continues. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A very warm afternoon. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high today, 89. Tonight, mostly fair with a low at 63. For tomorrow and Saturday, a good supply of sunshine both days with only isolated showers. Highs between 82 and 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 87 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, welcome back in, and uh, looking forward to uh, spending time with Matt Scalisi. Real quick, um, really great, uh, great tweet or text that uh, Joe got. Said, "Hi, Joe." Got to hear some of Gary's show, Gary Harris, who's uh, before uh, Jacob and all the great shows there on Tide. 100.9 uh, FM there in Tuscaloosa, our flagship station, said, You did a great job, as always. Don't know if Jay or Matt would care, but leader Joe Durant played golf at Huntington College yep. in Montgomery as best as that I can remember. So thank you for the, uh, the update there. I'm not sure exactly who that came from, but uh, Joe sending that to us from uh, one of the listeners or one of his friends. Good stuff, and uh, one of the guys that started all the Golf Channel stuff and uh, what we know about golf even better and get that inside look from the very beginning for many, many years now is Matt Scalise. Bring him in. 
Great guy. Uh, he and I were fraternity brothers at the University of Alabama. Uh, very proud years. And he went on, of course, to work for EWTN. Then mm-hmm. he and Arnold, and you're going to have help me with the with the third member of of that group that started the Golf Channel. But if if you heard the song that I I, I brought in to build him up, it's uh, um, "Brother Loves Traveling Salvation Show" by Neil Diamond, which is a uh, by the way, I, I, you should just get your guitar and play a little for us, Matty. That'll uh, we'll have to do that on a different day, Matty. Okay. <laughs> How you been? I've been very well, thanks. How about you guys? Doing good, doing good. It's like uh, I used to say with Jay when we were doing this twenty years ago, man. We're just playing on the radio. That's it, and that, yep. that's that's what we do. But anyway, I got, real quick, yeah, I want to ask: How did you come up with the idea of the Golf Channel? How did you start it? How did you your relationship with Arn, Arnold Palmer and, and the investors getting it all? I mean, I'm always intrigued by guys that come up with ideas like that that totally and revolutionize a sport or the way that you see a sport, the way that you see the golfers. You did that with the Golf Channel. Well, this is going to take a little turn, and I don't. Uh, I, I certainly hate to to uh, push away any credit that's given to me, but I don't deserve it all. So let me first of all say that I wasn't the one who conceived of the Golf Channel. It was a an Alabama native named Joe Gibbs. And I was fortunate enough um, to be recruited by Joe to help him design uh, and operate and build the facility, but really, the relation. And this is a great story if you don't mind hearing it. But it's not about me. It's about Joe Gibbs and the Definitely. way the Arnold Palmer connection happened. Um, in the 1990 PGA Championship, which was being held at Shoal Creek, um, you may remember that there were protests going on that year because there were no mm-hmm. black members at Shoal Creek, and it had become controversial. Um, many of the residents out there at Shoal Creek were housing some of the professionals, and uh, Ben Crenshaw was due to live to live at the guest house of Joe Gibbs and his wife. Um, Crenshaw got, let's just say, a little cold feet because of the of all of this uh, commotion going on, and decided he would stay elsewhere. <clears throat> and uh, so the Gibbs home was vacant. And while working in the volunteer area, um, Mrs. Palmer, Winnie Palmer, came in to see the tournament director, um, who I think was Bob Barrett at the time, and uh, and said they were not really satisfied with their accommodations. Was there anything else? And uh, Mrs. Gibbs was sitting right there. So uh, they said, well, the Gibbs home just became available. Maybe you'd be interested in looking at that. So they go take a quick tour. As you can imagine, it was fabulous. When he came back and said, this is great, they turned to Joe Gibbs, who was volunteering, and said, go find Arnold Palmer and tell him that you're, he's moving to your house. So it's a Wednesday practice round. Joe walks out there. The, the, uh, he walks right by, you know, uh, Davis Lowe, Greg Norman. He, just, he has no interest in that at all. But he doesn't really have a, a, a firm understanding of the magnitude of Arnold Palmer, which is great. It, it, it actually turns to his advantage. And um, so he's walking around, and, and although the crowds were sparse, he looked up ahead and saw a huge crowd. So he walked over to one of the volunteers and said, hey, what's going on up there? And they said, well, that's Arnie's army. That's Arnold Palmer. And Joe goes, oh, good. That's the guy I'm looking for. So 
he makes his way over to Mr. Palmer. Arnie hits a tee shot and um, starts walking down the fairway. Joe confidently ducks under the ropes and walks right up to him in the middle of the fairway, introduces himself and says, Mr. Gibbs, I mean, Mr. Palmer, oh, this is Joe Gibbs. You're going to be staying with me this week. And Arnie gives him a wow. little sideways look. And he says, uh, uh, all I know is that when he says you're staying with me. And so at the end of every day, and there were only three because Arnie didn't make the cut, um, Arnold and Joe would end the day at his home over cocktails, and they became fast friends. You know, not a lot of people know that Arnold Palmer was an extraordinarily successful businessman, and uh, as was Joe Gibbs. And so they came to know each other very quickly, and it was that week that Joe Gibbs, who had just retired from the cable industry and knew the cable was about to go from 64 channels to hundreds of channels, um, knew that there would be a huge demand for different types of programming. And he looked out there and he saw people wearing nice clothes and driving nice cars, knowing they spent a lot of money on golf and said, this is a great idea for a channel. So that's that's where it began. Ultimately, he made a call to Arnold and said, i got something I'd like to show you after he had drafted a business plan. Arnold flew up to Birmingham, looked over the plan with Joe. There are a few details that I'll leave out, but long story short, Arnold became the partner. Yeah. I, I happened to be working for Mother Angelica at EWTN at the time, and when Arnold, I'm sorry, when Joe went to the University of Alabama, his alma mater, and, and asked, one of my old professors, hey, I need some help knowing what it would cost to build a cable network. My professor, George Cates, who you might remember, Matty. Um, oh, yeah. Had, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Had Dr. Cates said, well, there's only one TV network in Alabama, and that's that Catholic channel. Go talk to Matt Scalisi. And that <laughs> is how I got involved. Yeah. So wow. that's a long answer to your question, but. Um, the, the real entrepreneur and visionary was Joe Gibbs. The man who recognized the vision was Arnold Palmer. And the man who put the vision together with his two hands was Matt Scalise. That's awesome. Uh, Matt, it was about that time, and actually in the 80s, when the PGA first in 84, and then as you mentioned again in 90, that for some reason, and I want you to tell me why, Birmingham just became a golf boom. They were throwing up golf courses all over the place. I think I remember it starting in the mid-'80s with Bentbrook. And then you had the Meadows. And then you had the one out there, uh, Tannehill. And then Timberline. And, of course, a couple of these these were paint design. Why did Birmingham just suddenly go golf crazy, Matty? You know, I don't think it was sudden. Although that that was no, not anyone who saw my game pretty much gave up golf after they saw me swing the club. But <laughs> but the, the, the truth is, Birmingham has played an important role in golf for many, many decades. You, you guys um, may know the stories, but uh, Charlie Boswell, who was um, the world's most mm-hmm. famous blind golfer, um, used to bring celebrities in to Birmingham frequently. Uh, the most, the most uh, notable one is Bob Hope, who used to play in the Charlie Boswell tournament out there at what's now known as Highlands Golf Course, or it may, it may be known as the Charlie Boswell Golf Course. And um, uh, we had an LPGA event that used to take place at Green Valley Country Club, which is yeah. now Hoover Country yeah. Club. And yeah. as you know, we uh, Birmingham's hosted some significant other 
a major amateur competition. So the interest level in golf in Birmingham was always high, but Birmingham as a sort of golfing city, you're right, Maddie, exploded in the 80s. Um, I think it was happening a lot of places, but certainly it was remarkable here. You guys, you left out Eagle Point, but there were probably five others that were built back in those days. And uh, I think golf became a little more affordable, a little less elite. And um, I'll say with... um, with all due modesty, there was another explosion that happened in golf in 1995, and that happened nationwide. And I think, I think it happened for two reasons, and they were complementary. Number one, Joe Gibbs launched the Golf Channel, and number two, Tiger Woods went pro. And suddenly, the number of golfers in the United States exploded. But, but I will say that Birmingham has always played a disproportionately large role when it comes to golf. And when you think of the fact that the Golf Channel was conceived of and born here in Birmingham, I mean, that's a pretty remarkable thing. It's, phenomenal. it's a great thing. Hey, Matt, uh, can we uh, ask you to stay through a break and maybe talk a little bit more? I want I want you at least to have an opportunity to talk about your Fighting Cancer Network. No, I want to talk about fraternity parties. Uh, no, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Sure, absolutely. We'll talk about Indian Party, Indian Party, nineteen seventy-eight. When we come back, okay. Oh man, I actually remember part of that one. Uh, All right, Jay, get us to break. We'll come come back. Mascalisi, and uh, again, one of the founders of the Golf Channel. Great guy, and uh, his son is also a superstar. Going to USA today? Yeah, superstar. Yep. All right, we'll we'll talk more about that and much more coming up on this side. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating, nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205 205- 
909-709-7373 and schedule an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at Williford Chiropractic and Wellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Welcome back in. Hour number two. We're talking to Matt Scalisi and uh, one of the founders of the Golf Channel, which right now golf is so big in our community because the region's charity classic going on, but has meant so much to the golf world in itself, not just here locally. And Josh is doing a great job on our Bama Insider. If you're watching us on Facebook Live or on our YouTube channel, showing all the kind of story and the, the history of the Golf Channel, what's going on, and uh, showing all the things that have gone. There's Freddie Couples. No, that's Wayne. No, no. Yes, Arnie, all that. But uh, great to have him on and uh, want to, uh, first of all, I, Matt, Matt, tell me some stories about yourselves that, um, that nobody else uh, would know. <laughs> oh, no, there are plenty of people to know about it. That's probably the, no, well, that's probably we, the problem, I Matt, because uh, we, we had no filter, did we? Here's, here's the one thing I'll tell you. Matt, Matt Coulter okay. and I are so grateful 
that there was no such thing as an iPhone back in the 70s. <laughs> because Me too. N- neither of us would have careers right now if there no. was photographic evidence. <laughs> all, <laughs> all there we was was We used to have that. this... Uh, <laughs> We had this fraternity party, and, you know, all of them had themes. Ours was Indians, which gave us an excuse to put all this unbelievable makeup and paint on right. and run around literally in our underwear. And really uh, and we would this? we would build this huge fort, <laughs> and, and we would swing. Wait, were y'all kids or in college? This, <laughs> well, well, we were both. Uh, okay. There are a lot of people that would have questioned <laughs> our age at the time. Some people, some people played on national championship football teams in college. Maddie and I right. dressed in our <laughs> some, underwear. Then, yeah, and ran around half naked. Uh, and believe it or not, we had, we managed to get dates for this thing. Oh, really? And oh, yeah. sure. um, it. <laughs> I remember Coulter brought a meal uh, hey, to a... one of the parties. Uh, that's all I can, I can remember a person that will remain in sure, I'm sure it wasn't the only ass there. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Oh. I don't know if it's possible to, to get this show out of a water hazard, but uh, I, I'm going to try. We had great time. Let me tell you something else. That, that group of people... Uh, that that will be your brothers for life also Most went definitely. on yep. to be extremely successful in many walks of life yep. and and actually we and philanthropic in many yes. nat- in yep. many areas and that's why i want to ask you about your current project maddie uh because you, as you know uh because of my wife and my experience uh, very close to cancer you are uh you have a fighting cancer network i would like for you to to tell all our listeners and viewers about this and and you know how they might get in touch with you and support it well, wow, Matt, thank you for bringing this up. And um, I will say, obviously, I'm, I don't know how much the listening audience knows about your experience and your wife's experience, but you guys have gone through sort of the hell that is cancer. And um, uh, there's a good chance that two-thirds of the listening audience have had some intimate experience with cancer, too. Um and as as some people know, I lost my wife to cancer about seven years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I was approached. Now th- we're actually talking about this a little prematurely, but it's fine. I'm I'm very proud to discuss it. Um, I was approached about uh, two and a half years ago by a gentleman named Mike Owsley, who's also a great friend of uh, of Matt Coulter's and mine. Um, w- with the concept of the Fighting Cancer Network, and I've been working with. Mike, for the last two and a half years to develop this business plan, we are just about to launch into our beta test, which uh, it'll happen sometime in the next six months. But here's the here's the concept. Um, we all know that when people are diagnosed with cancer, um, the number one uh, need they have is information and knowledge. And most of that comes from your oncologist or your physician, but you only get to spend a precious few minutes with your doc, and then they are most likely pressured to go on to the next patient and the next patient there. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the nature of the medical business. And so whatever you can garner from your 45 minutes to an hour with your doctor and maybe a, a short follow-up with, uh, with uh, a nurse, they may hand you a pamphlet or a booklet or they may point you to a website. You're in no mood to go read technical articles about your cancer, but you need to know, you need to understand what's happening to your body, and then you need to know that and have confidence that 
you are doing the right thing, that you and your doctor have made the right decisions about how to treat it. So we are building the Fighting Cancer Network. It's, a, it's an app. It'll work on your uh, iOS or Android phone or any tablet or computer or television. Um, awesome. When you register and you say, I have this type of cancer, I have prostate cancer, for instance, and, it's, and it is uh, at this level, then we are producing literally hundreds and hundreds of very short video clips. We're utilizing um, guidelines published by the NCCN and the American Cancer Society and others, things that are generally too technical to read and understand. We're converting those things to video, short, uh, understandable, easy-to-digest video clips, and we'll take you through it. Now, there might be 50 videos that you watch about your cancer, but you watch them six minutes at a time or 10 minutes at a time, It'll slowly feed you and help you understand the information. And I think the last thing I'll say about it without droning on is this is not going to be a talking head of a doctor just reading the same articles. We're going to immerse you in 3D animation so that you understand what that part of your body does, how it functions, where it's located, what the cancer is doing to cause you risk, and then what the recommended treatments are by the NCCN or the other groups that, that publish recommended guidelines. And then what does that do to the cancer? In other words, you'll see it. In, you'll see it in, in full 3D photorealistic animation. Here's what that radiation or that chemo or that treatment does to the cancer. But here's also what it does to the rest of your body and why you need mm-hmm. to change yeah. your dietary habits, what you can do to give yourself the best chance of survival before, during, and after your treatment. That's what the Fighting Cancer Network, that's the basis of the Fighting Cancer Network. The last little bit of it is that on the same app, we're going to connect you with services that typical cancer patients need. You know, at some point, you start feeling really bad. Am I right, Maddie? Mm -hmm. You start feeling like crap. You you certainly don't want to You don't want to go do grocery shopping. You don't feel like preparing a meal. Um, At some point, your spouse or your loved one is having to take off work to drive you to chemo appointments. So inside the app, we're going to put links to services that already exist. So Uber for rides for your appointment. Shift and Whole Foods and and, uh, uh, Instacart so you can order your groceries delivered to your door. We'll partner with companies Mm -hmm. like Blue Apron and... Hello Fresh to have cancer-friendly meal kits delivered to your door. And maybe if you're traveling awesome. from out of town to get your treatment, then we'll hook you up with the hotel and, and airlines and negotiate discounts for you. And then the last part of it is a journal that allows you to tell your friends, look, I can't answer everybody's text right now, but if you'll just go to this yeah. link and follow me when there's something to, to tell you about, I'll... I'll put it on the journal and all your friends and family will get a notification that there's something new. And the last piece of it is there'll be a button there. If the, if the patient opts in and says, yes, I don't mind allowing my friends to do nice things for me. Your friends can press a button that says, what can I do to help? And if you're using any of those other services, Uber or shipped or so on, they can say, Hey, I'd like to pay for your next four rides to your chemo treatment. I'd like to contribute $50 toward your groceries. 
That's that is in a nutshell. That's the Fighting Cancer Network coming uh, to a phone near you sometime in the next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I love the Golf Channel, but I absolutely love this. You have a segment with us every week, as many times as you want to promote it, talk about it, and let people know about it right here on our network. We'd love to have you on every week talking about that and sharing that, talking about the companies that are getting involved, the ones that are really stepping up to the plate. And I, I know Mike Owsley, I know you, I know I know your heart's behind this, and the people that you loved that have, have suffered through this and gone through it. So you're welcome with us every week to talk about it and, you know, just give us your story, give us all the, the information Help the families and the people out there that are really struggling through this uh, horrible thing called cancer. But um, we can all make a difference. We can all make an impact. So thank you. What what a great thing well, that you've done. Well, Thanks, Jay, I'm Maddie. so grateful for that offer. I promise you I'll take you up on it when the time comes. And uh, mm-hmm. you guys do a terrific job. I, I sure appreciate you sharing your audience with me today. Most definitely. You're the best, Maddie. I'll see you soon. Okay, buddy. Hey, and you got a superstar in your son as well. Yeah, proud of him. He was uh, kind of the man- Thanks, managing man. editor for the sports at AL.com, yeah. and uh, he has recently uh, taken a job with USA Today. Way to go, um, Matt, Jr. and Sr. Thanks, Matt. All right. We've we'll got to get continue. out of here, I guess. Yep. Let's uh, wrap up hour number two. Coming up next. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A very warm afternoon. The sky partly to mostly sunny. The high today, 89. Tonight, mostly fair with the low at 63. Tomorrow and Saturday, a good supply of sunshine both days with only isolated showers. Highs between 82 and 85. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 87 degrees in Tuscaloosa. What a great interview with Matt Scalisi, and uh, what a great cause. Things they're doing for cancer, unbelievable. Hope that all just works out. Mike Owsley, known him for years. Great guy. But um, Lee's story today was Bo Jackson saying roll time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> At the and, Regis Charity Classic. You know, the, those pro-ams are so great. And mm-hmm. I still think they, ho- they hold a smaller one on Tuesday, don't mm-hmm. they? Because that's the one I used to play in. But, I, I mean, to, I played with Jim Dent. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to play with Jim. I played with Jim Dent, yeah, Jim, Jim Faree. Uh, you remember Doug Sanders? Mm-hmm. I think speak. I think he won a Masters. He did wearing yeah. red yeah. shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you remember he's he was a character. Oh yeah. But uh, that tournament is so good for our community, and it's good for golf, and so uh, to the Bruno's event team and all yeah. those people that that. And you know there are a thousand volunteers. I know that give their week, mm-hmm. and and I I don't even think they get their shirts. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, whatever they like, get, but they hush y'all and they get yeah, that and yeah, all that. Yeah. But go back to Matt. So how did you guys, you met in college, right? We okay. were in the same fraternity. We were Delta yeah. Chi's. Okay. Um, then, um, you know, he was, he was kind of, a 
He was he was the stat. He was the head guy. He was the satellite guy. I was a broadcast guy. But he went to EWTN, so, yeah, uh, which is the largest Eternal Word Television Network, one of the largest satellite yeah. networks in the world at the time, right? At the time, listen, yeah. uh, just real quick, um, they had one of the very very first satellite receivers, right? The big dish, and, and here's this that. Catholic school, yeah. this Catholic church, and these there was satellite dishes all over the place. Yeah. We used when I was at thirteen. We used to go over there and download <laughs> stuff. And and I, I hope this doesn't sound blasphemy, but we used to call it our, our Lady of Videotape <laughs> because we'd go over right, there yeah. and Matt would dub stuff down for yeah. us. Yeah, mainly NASCAR because we couldn't get it any other way. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of us every Monday morning, I would get in one of those thirteen cars and buzz through Mountain Brook and go to Our Lady of Videotape. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, download it, but but Matt built that. Mm-hmm. Then he uh, obviously had a big hand in the golf network and um, fighting cancer network is his next project. And I wish That's him great. much much success. So good, uh, and it's impacted y'all in uh, a big way. Cancer, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. my wife had uh, near stage four mm-hmm. breast cancer, and for a year she was going. She she had it all: surgery, chemo, yeah. radiation. Um, and it changed our lives. And then I had prostate cancer. But let me tell you something, guys. If you get prostate cancer and you don't beat it, I'm sorry, I'm going to be very blunt. It's your fault. Yeah. It's absolutely your fault because it's my, my physician told me, my oncologist said, uh, you're going to have it. You're not going to die from it. Yeah. Okay? You're going to have it. Yeah. And, and you have effects from it. But, man, and by the way, they don't have to do that particular test anymore. Mm-hmm. It's mostly done through Blood work. Blood, PSA. So, PSA. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, get checked, ladies. Yeah. Ladies, and get your breast exam and get your prostate exam. Get it done. Get it done. Get Service it done. announcements, no doubt. Yes. All right. Uh, so, what what you got going on this weekend, Mike? Uh, uh, no, we got tomorrow. We got well. So, oh, Gene Holmes gonna be with us. We got Bo Scarborough right, tomorrow. Bo Scarborough. Yeah. Uh, and and I want to thank uh, you know Heather. Yes. Heather, um, good grief! Uh, I should give her last name. Uh, Jeff Coat, right? Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, because uh, I, oh, yeah, I yeah, always yeah. remember because yeah, it was Heather's a cow. Great. You remember the Cowboys? Oh yeah. Uh, I think his name was Jeff Jeff mm-hmm. Coat, but yeah. anyway, um, she's starting to help them out with interviews and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing that they they hired Sam Miller's Champ Group, Champ yeah. Creative. So he's she's got Bo on, okay. and we'll have Skip on next week. Yeah. Uh, Coach Holtz, and uh, hopefully the, the Stallions are playing Sunday morning actually i think at 11 okay um but hopefully they'll be five and oh when we talk on monday but bo will be with us tomorrow and gene hallman will uh talk about that good good show i had a good time look forward to having lars back tomorrow yeah thanks to matt thanks to all of our guests came on mick gillespie with us the first hour have a great thursday we'll see you tomorrow for the friday edition live from avx hi this is wes mccall